Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now. Now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Good morning, welcome in. Cap J Hood, ESPN 1000. Hoodie's got the day off, and I get JP. The great Jarrett Payton is in the studio. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, and we got you for a three-hour ride, as Hoodie likes to say. I'm David Kaplan. Good morning, Jarrett Payton. What's going on, Cap? Long time coming, man. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Good to have you in. You know, you're my hero. Did you know that? I did not know that. Man, I'm gonna, let me stand up here in the studios a little bit. Yeah, when we were down the street back in the day, yeah. I got a chance to get to see you work a little bit. You've been my motivation forever. My you guy. You don't know it. I did. But also know that. also I see you looking uh pretty fit too. I ain't seen you in a minute. It's trying to that, be like you. That's soda, you know? Soda weight loss. <laughs> so, so you got me on I lost about ten pounds over the last couple of weeks before nice. I went to the Super Bowl. So you know, I decided not to stop and get a breakfast sandwich this morning, just drinking water this morning. There you go. I got my coffee. Oh, come on, man. You're going to be wired up today. Always, every day, I got to have one cup of coffee. Let's go, so, man. So, let's get into this. Jarrett's in. Hoodie did a game last night out of town. He'll be back here tomorrow. So, we're in here yelling at each other, doing our pre-show <laughs> meeting. Justin Fields this, and... Uh, Caleb Williams next year, and the Bears could do this. And Shea's delusional that the Bears can, you know, win ten ball games. Now he's revised it down to. No, you're making stuff up again. It's okay. No. But Jared, I mean, yeah. Sylvie always likes to say on the wonderful Waddle and Sylvie program on ESPN one thousand two to six, they have their pre-show fist fight. Jared, this morning, Cap and Jay Hood had a pre-show fist fight. Dude, that was a fist fight. Yeah. I, anytime you're talking about Justin Fields, especially right now in this city, Cap, uh-huh. it is electrifying. It's it's polarizing. Um, the way that they ended the season to now having the first overall pick to all this conversation about this young man and what's going to happen and could they trade him. I'm, national media needs to stop, man. I'm, I'm tired of it already. Yeah, but that's what the way the state of sports is today. I know, but... I'm not trading the kid. No. I love the kid. I've been on his bandwagon from day one, and I want him to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. But I also want people to be a little bit realistic. So we'll get into all that, but I just want to pull the curtain back on how... Life gets in the way of stuff. I know, man. Okay, so we're yelling at each other about the Lions have all these guys on their roster, and they got two top 15 picks, one in the top 10, and we're doing this, and the Jets just need to go get Aaron Rodgers or uh, Derek Carr, and I get a text. Nick has appendicitis. He's headed to the hospital. That's my son. He lives in Seattle, and his wife texted my wife and I, 
that Nick woke up in pain at midnight. We were asleep. Dude. And my wife didn't hear the text go off. We were out cold. And so I get up 4.20, take a shower, grab my coffee, in the car going. My wife wakes up. It's got to be, I don't know, she texted me at 5.39. And I just saw it. As a parent, though, you just don't you you're worried. You just want to get out of here and be and get on a plane, don't you? Yeah, he lives in Seattle. Nick has appendicitis. He's getting surgery. She said, I called, but no answer. I'm going to take a quick shower. I'll call again when I get out and I'll keep you posted. Uh, Well, like life gets in the way. It does. Like it's appendicitis. Everything should be fine. But when it's your kid. Appendicitis is like having major surgery to me. Anything that happens to your kids, it's a major right. deal, man. I got a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. Anytime. I mean, loose tooth, that's what my daughter's going through right now. I'm worried about it every single day. It's a big deal. It's a big deal, Because it's man. your kids. My, I, I created those two kids, man. Right. Like, it's still crazy to think about. Like, I made you. I tell my son and my daughter all the time, I'm, your mom and I made you. I'm not telling you how, but we made you. Correct. Yes. Yes. Correct. (laughs) So I'll have to keep you posted. So I got one getting his appendix out right now in Seattle. Anyway, we'll get into uh, bear stuff because we were yelling at each other. Shay has vacillated, big word, from there's no reason that you see teams all the time go from worst to first and win the division. Bro, that is a bad roster. They're three and 14. Bad, 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 bad roster. No one hits on every move they make. No. Theo Epstein had that famous quote. He said, if I can hit on 58% of the moves I make, I'm at the top of the industry. Yeah, just even look at this past season. Look at Bayless Jones. I mean, that was the big issue throughout the season of, you know, being a healthy scratch at some point, like, did you make the wrong decision there? It is, it's hard to be able to, and Shay, you talked about it, and I say this all the time, you can tear down a roster. It is easy to tear down a roster. Correct. Build it back up is very difficult. And I think that's probably the, my biggest concern, my biggest worry for Ryan Poles and this organization is watching him create and build this roster now because there, there's not a lot of foundation at the moment. You know, to stay, the, the big foundation, what everybody wants to talk about is Justin Fields. And I, I still, we still need to see a little bit more out of Justin. And you, you and I sitting here today, you won't find two bigger Justin Fields fans than right. the two I've, of us. I've, I love the pick the night they made it. I'm still a huge Justin guy. They are 10 impact players away. 10. Not like Ooh. one. 10. Okay, Cap. You want to really want to do this? Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm just thinking. Your offensive line. They don't you, have a number one or number two receiver. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm, I, so that's two. So what are you? You're saying Darnell Mooney's a solid three at the best. He's I think he three. could be a two if you he, have a good one. No if you, shot. If you Stop. have, if you have a good one. Darnell Mooney is nice, Cap. Yeah, nice as a but three. He, he's not nice. He might not be your number one. He was a number one on a bad squad. He, but he can be a number two. No. Yes. No. 
He can be a number two. He's a tiny guy. I don't care. You see it all in the league now all the time. Look at the best teams and look at their receivers. And Darnell Mooney's not in the top three okay, on but, most okay, of those teams. Okay. How did Miami do this year? Uh, okay, look at the... Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill. But those dudes aren't monster big. They got. They both got speed. They play with speed. Darnell's a nice player. I'm thrilled we have him. He's a three. He's a number three you, on a really good team. We'll agree to disagree. I think he could be a solid two if you have a number one. Okay, if Jerry Rice is coming oh, out. Now, what you, are you bringing out gold jackets now? I no. Mean, come on. No. No. If, how about, if, the, offensive, put, how about if, the offensive line? The, the, right there is probably the biggest concern. You need at least concern. three upgrades. Yeah, you're going to okay. need three. There's three. You need at least, if I live in your fantasy world, at least one receiver. I think two. That's five. Oh, so you, you, you put some respect on Chase Claypool's name, man. Oh, yeah, he's really earned it. Uh, <laughs> that's five. Okay? Yeah. Who's the starting running back? Because Phil Yates said the other day they ain't bringing David Montgomery back. Who's the starting running back? I mean, from all the conversations I had out at Super Bowl, I mean, it, bro, talking to Saquon Barkley, I mean, that, that's heating up a little bit more now. I would love to see yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I was out recruiting in, in at Super Bowl in Arizona, man. Did you you did you see real quick? I see you got five fingers up. Yep. I just got to say this though, real mm-hmm. quick. Talking to Saquon Boys and Girls Club, he comes in, sits down, is talking with the kids, and I look at him and I go. What's up, man? Never met him before. I said, man, it, it's an honor, man. He goes, man, it's an honor to be man of your uh, nominee for, for my team. I said, that's awesome. I said, listen, I'm, I'm from Chicago, and before I left, everybody in Chicago wanted me to recruit you. So I'm just going to let you know right now. Have you ever met him at this point? No, never met him before. So does this. he know at this point well, who he know, you yeah, are? He knows who I am. Okay. And then he, he looks at me, and I go, listen, Matt Suey said that I could dust off the 2-6. And you could rock it in Chicago. How does that sound? And he looks at me and he goes, man, listen, I, he goes, I, my heart's in New York. But I would love the opportunity to play in Chicago. And then hits me on my shoulder and goes, but I wouldn't wear a 2-6. I'd wear in the 30s to honor your pops. And I was like, this is going on Twitter right now. This is going on Twitter right now. And I did put it out there. And Giants fans were all upset. Yo, if that's a, could you imagine oh Justin Fields, an offensive line, Justin Fields and Saquon Barkley, the RPO game that you could run, Cap? Yeah, it'd be insane. Man. Okay, so I'm, I'm at five oh, at right five. now, just on the offense, and yes. that's got no depth pieces to it whatsoever. You might, uh, you need to add a uh, tight end, too? I mean, I like Cole Komet. I, I mean, uh, to add I need to Cole Komet. Yes, okay, so okay, six. So there's six. Now, we haven't even dealt with the worst defense in the league. Okay, name me who's on my defensive line that stops the runner, pressures the passer. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need that three technique. Will that, Anderson. Well, not yet. The way that it looked yesterday from uh, the the Instagram post from the Bears, it it, it was looking kind of like you know Will Maybe Anderson Jaylen was Carter. Yeah, yeah it, it just looked like they were projecting <laughs> was, who they were so going to pick. Just in case people didn't see that, you brought yeah. that up. The, right? the Bears posted on Twitter and on Instagram from their <laughs> social medias a photo of Jalen Carter under, I believe the caption was, we're on the clock. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing here? But then I was like, okay, I, I see what's going on. So, yeah, okay, we're at six right now, okay. Cap. We, no, you're going to need at least one, two. You're right. I'll give it to you. You're going to need 10, impact, ten right, impact 10 players. Or more. 
Okay. And you're not going to do that in one draft, one off season. Correct. And then you need depth. Yes. So that, oh man, guess what? We drafted Jalen Carter. He's out this week with a hamstring. Well, who's back in? We don't have one of those yet. Yeah. I get you. That's why I'm saying to you, let's build this the right way. Let's build it stable. But if you think they're going to come out and win 10 ball games next year, Shay. Uh, I don't think that. I've never said 10. You said, I said seven. Eight to nine and seven. seven is- anything under seven, I'm going to be pissed off. Okay. That's all I've ever said. But I kept, you keep saying they have to fix all of these things. Not every team has every position unit great. Even the great teams don't right have now, every position are, unit great. They are go- today, again, yes. we got a drafted free agency. They're the worst team in the NFL. The but, if you, but if you can Oof. fix half of those units, yes. then you can be decent. Not every team, like the Lions were decent last if year. If Aaron Rodgers goes back to Green Bay, the Bears finish dead last again in the division. N- I, n- uh, Who are they uh, better than? I, With a bunch of rookies, who are they better than? You're right. And I'm the biggest Bear fan going. You are. It, it, I'm just trying to be honest here. Yeah, but you're hoping that Justin Fields takes that step where even if you're talking about seven wins, Shay, that he's good enough to win you two right. ball games. Right. Like, he has to be that good going into next next season. He has to be that good that he wins you, wills you two games because he's that good. Great. Every single year. I love that, Justin. That's what the, the good quarterbacks Take over games and win you at least two or three games a season. You can, you should always bank on that if you have what maybe a top ten, top fifteen quarterback. Like so, I'm curious, how many games do people expect the Bears to win next year? Not, boy, I'm hoping they can win four, or I'm hoping they can win ten. What are you expecting? And please take the fan hat off and try and be realistic. Realistic. They are three. And 14 right now as we sit here. Three and 14. They were close in some games. I mean, a week ago, I've got people texting me. I'm on vacation. We're getting to Ron Payne. Uh, He's getting tagged. He's getting tagged. And that's going to happen. Yeah, Bears fans are going to have to deal with that. Everybody that's on their wish list is not going to be available. Correct. And then the guys that are available, not all of them are picking the Bears. Yeah, but it seems like, but the Justin effect might be there, that people want to come to Chicago. We're going to find out. Uh, how many games should the Bears win next year? Please be realistic. Please. 312-332-3776. Jared Payton's in for Hoodie. I'm Cap. You're right back. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Rolling on on Cap J. Hood on ESPN 1000. Jared Payton's in for Hoodie, who was doing basketball last night. He's back here tomorrow. Don't forget Black and Abdallah in for Greeny at 10. Carmen and Yurko at New Waddle and Sylvie at 2. And Tyler Aki in 6 to 8. 312 332 3776. So the question is 3 and 14, you're picking number one in the freaking draft. Mm-hmm. You have the worst roster in the National Football League. 
hey, life's good. But you have a chance to finally start to build this thing the right way. But I've laid out a case to you that they have massive holes on this roster. Massive. Okay, so when they built this thing with Coach Ditka, you were a little kid then. And did not like football. Really? No. I didn't like football until I was in high school when I started playing. Didn't watch okay, football. If, if your name was Jarrett Smith, yes, would you have ever played football? Probably not. So you played because I played because my dad's Walter Payton. No, only well, I wasn't. I was one of the best soccer players in the country at that time, getting no offers. I remember you, but but I was getting all star. these letters from football schools that I never played football in my entire life, and I was like, "What's going on here?" So that's the reason why. But people think that. You know, being Walter Payton's son, that football was on at home. It wasn't. My dad didn't watch football like that. He didn't? No. Like, he loved the game, but at, not at home. When he came home, it was like it was like his his release. I'm getting away from all that stuff. Uh-huh. So, yeah. We didn't watch. It wasn't like Monday night football at the house. It was like must-watch TV, and we all sat down. Nah. I was watching Thundercats and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How many games do you realistically expect the Bears to win next year? Please, folks, please understand how bad this roster is. I can't wait to hear some of these comments. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to be out of their minds. Let's go. Here we go. Ray on the south side's first. Ray, Ray. Yes. You're on. What's up, man? Good morning. I, be- I honestly believe it's realistic to think that the Bears could win nine games. They won three. I think they can win nine. I think they can increase to nine games. Can you please? And not make the playoffs. How how are they winning nine games? Yes. Yeah, I think I think the games they lost this past season were pretty close, and I think they were tanking. So I think with the mindset of winning, Fields having a couple of more weapons, and just calling better plays, trying to win nine games, easy, easy, easy. No more, no more, right. but nine games. Yeah, I don't see it, right. It can happen. I'm Thanks not going to say call. it's going to be easy, but I think it could actually, it could happen. We've seen crazier things in the league, Cap. Come on, man. Look, you're, you're, I see where you're coming from, man. I get it. I know where your emotions, you don't, you know, you, you, you like to go in with your heart, but right now you're going in with your mind right now. I'm just trying to be honest. And he was being honest, too. Dude, at the start of the season, my guy Hoodie, Shay, people calling in, I'm asking them, okay, you've got to go on the road to the Giants, the Jets, and the Falcons. Full phones. Cap, you're an idiot. We, there's no way we're losing to those teams. I'm like, you think you're going on the road with this team and you're going to beat all of them. You didn't beat one. Not one. No. Three teams that going into the season everyone thought were but dog bleeped. But uh, go go back to history in the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Normally every single year you can chalk up that you're going to beat the Lions. You, it wasn't like that. This Coming into this season I was like, nah, can't chalk those up as wins. The Lions can win the Super Bowl is a big step. They're winning the division, they, I yes, believe. They can win the division. And be a force. They're good. They're good. And they got two more number one picks. Man. Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell. Biting people's kneecaps. I love Dan Campbell. 
Um, and it's not a shot at Matt Eberflus. Please do not take it that way. I love Dan Campbell. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I, I like guys who got that. But look how fire. he's got, look how he has his team playing. Right. They believe now. They do. It's man. Okay, so the Bears are going to play Arizona here. Now we don't know we don't when mean, that is. Yeah, is Kyler Murray back? Are they yeah. playing with Colt McCoy? We don't know. We have no clue. The Falcons come here. Okay. Falcons feel like they're ready to take a step. Step where? In the right direction? They believe that. They might believe that. You believe? No, I'm not saying they are. No, but they do have some players they on that team. They have players, but I'm just... We don't have any receiver in Kyle Pitts' league. Kyle Pitts is a beast. You, you're being very disrespectful to my man Cole Komet. Right I love now. Cole Komet. He's not Kyle Pitts as a receiver. Better blocker. Carolina's coming here. They're not very good. No. Okay. Cleveland is there. Denver here with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, and they think they're ready to turn things around. Well, we have to wait. The jury's still out. You get the Lions twice, obviously, the Packers, the Vikings. You're playing the Chiefs. Come on, man. That may not go well. Number 15. That game might be in Germany. F- 15, never forget. It will never forget about the Bears. Do they have VRBO in Munich? I don't know. Danny. They have to. Danny, our boss. You need to get on VRBO now, and you need to book us a really cool, like, Airbnb VRBO so we can do the shows from so, Germany. So, okay, so it's Captain J. Hood and then dot, 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 JP, because I'm going go. on that trip. Come on. I'm going. You got the Raiders here. They're not very good. You got to go to the Chargers. That mm. might not end well. No. You got the Saints there, the Buccaneers eh, there, the Commanders, who you couldn't beat here, there. I mean, come on now. These are NFL teams. But you also, we talk about the parity in, in the league. Cap, anything can happen. I agree, but the Bears you have s- to build this the right way. I don't want to go get Julio Jones for one year. No. I want good young receivers. I want a young line. I want depth. This is, this it takes a, time. This is a bad it's year a to have the, have the number one overall pick. This is horrible. Okay, so Bad Albert, luck. I'll, we'll play it for you in a little bit. Albert Breer. In fact, I'm going to play it for you right now. Albert Breer of Monday Morning Quarterback from Sports Illustrated. Yeah. He's as tapped in as they come. He is. Okay. The question was asked to him about the Bears trading the number one pick for teams looking for QB. I would say, like, what I said earlier um, is a really important thing um, about, like, the 2024 quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to hear a lot about the teams at the top, Um, the teams with coaches who have job security. Studying both classes, studying the 23 quarterbacks and the 24 quarterbacks and, you know, like comparing and contrasting and deciding whether or not you should wait, because I think this is an imperfect quarterback class. Like, I think between Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson, you've got guys who've got talent, but like each guy's got a flaw that could be fatal in the NFL. And so, like, I think. You know, like, there's going to be teams that are going to look at this and say, all right, like, we're going to go and we're going to drill down hard on Caleb Williams and Drake May. You know, and that's without even considering, like, there are talented guys who could put it all together, like Quinn Ewers at Texas or J.J. McCarthy at Michigan, like, where you look at them and you say, okay, like, that could come together too. So I, I think this is a good, not great quarterback class, much better than last year, obviously. But each guy in this class has a, has a, has a flaw that could be fatal. And I think that that's going to cause teams to – 
look at sort of the two-year outlay at the quarterback position with two guys in Caleb Williams and Drake May who I think have a chance to be the types of guys who go number one in any draft. Okay, you're an NFL player, you're the son of a legend, and you cover sports in this town. So after hearing that, does it give you pause, Jared Payton, that maybe they're not going to get 15 number one picks for the number one selection? Yeah, it scares me a little bit. I've, I've I've said it just by looking at the quarterbacks that, like he was talking about in this draft. There's there's no, I don't believe. I mean, Bryce Young to me has the the, the capabilities of of being special. His height and weight does scare me a little bit. This is when you're playing at Alabama. Mm-hmm. You're playing with the, some of the best talent. That you have a great offensive line. You're protected. You got studs on the outside, and always a running game behind you. I think he has the ability to be special, but there is cause for pause when I when I think about what the Bears are going to actually get back. Because I'm thinking about a haul, man. Like I want a haul, but I don't think that's going to happen. So when I look at what the Bears need to do, I just want more draft picks. So. I need more. I need draft picks, mm-hmm. and then hopefully that Ryan Poles can find a way to be able to construct this thing. I've always said going into last season, I thought this was a four-year project of them to be able to be in that situation to contend not only in the North but also for the playoffs and a Super Bowl championship. I I agree with you a hundred percent. One year down, one year down, but there are people like Shay. Correct. Who? Who? But now he says the floor is seven. Give him a That's week. No shot five. at you, Shane. That's what I've always said, Jared. I know you haven't been with us, but I've always said the floor is no, seven. No shot. Right. I don't know. No yeah. shot. Exactly. I just wanted to say that today. You'll get a whole chance at eight <laughs> o'clock. So, how many games do you want the Bears to win next year? Again, we all want him to go 17-0. It's not going to happen. Well, Cap, that's not... I asked... So let's set this up the way we talked about a pre-show. I asked, would you rather win seven games or three games, four games, and pick at the top of the draft? You would rather be at the top of the draft. If you're telling me I'm going 7-10 and 10, or I can go 4-13 and 13 oh, and I got a top five pick, oh, I'll man. take the top five pick. So I can get Marvin Harrison and all of a sudden, whoa, he's got a potential star over there. Hmm. They drafted well in 2023. Hmm. The home of the Bears is a happy place to be. But it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. Yeah, you think the quarterback conversation now in this going into this draft is crazy. Have another top five pick going into. Uh, I think they win like six. Oof. That's double. Then, then why not? The floor, Shea said it's seven. He doesn't believe that. Yes, he does. 312-332-3776. Phone lines are full, locked, loaded. If you get a busy signal, please keep trying. We'll be right back. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. All right, Blackhawks made a move to obtain much-needed draft capital. Are you paying attention, Ryan Poles? Blackhawks made a deal to acquire Nikita Zaitsev whoever he is, from Ottawa, as well as a second-round pick this year and a fourth-round pick in 2026 for future considerations. Basically, Ottawa is parking their money on the Blackhawks' salary cap. Blackhawks also picked up a victory last night, 4-3. Patrick Kane continued his trade deadline audition with two more goals and an assist. Hawks have won four straight. What are you doing? And Kane has seven goals, ten points in the win streak. 
according to Scott Berman, the owner of Sky Cave Retreats in Oregon, Aaron Rodgers has exited the darkness. Left the facility late yesterday. And Alabama's Brandon Miller was clear to play yesterday, a day after police testified he provided the weapon used in a shooting. He scored 41 points last night, including an overtime game win. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Peyton's in for our guy, Hoodie. He'll be back tomorrow. Shay's answering your calls as the EP. Jay Moore's at the controls. I'm David Kaplan. 312-332-3776. Phone lines are locked. They are loaded. I would rather see the Bears if, if they are going to be a middling 6-11, 7-10 team. I'd rather see them pick at the top of the draft again next year and get a guy like Marvin Harrison or... If a year from now we go, you know what? We need Caleb Williams or Drake May because Justin wasn't good enough. I'm all in on Justin. But I would rather see that. Now, if you tell me we can go 10, 11 wins, turn this thing around, and it's stable, not a pop-up as Sylvie likes to call it, I'm all in, Jarrett. That's probably not going to happen. So we'll take, I'll take the, uh, the first thing you were talking about. Just... It bottom, if you're going to be bad, you got to be bad. Be epically bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, too, it's too hard, Cap, to be able to turn this thing around that fast. I, I, just, I just know how tough it is. You, gotta, you were talking about hitting. You got to hit on a lot of dudes to be able to do that, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Like, go back through drafts and free agency for the really good franchises. They don't hit on every move they make. No, it's too hard. Guys just don't pan out. Certain things don't happen. But you always do find those diamonds in the rough, though. You do? So you got to, you know, I, I'm. it's scaring me a little bit right now. Let me be honest. It's just a long it's, process. It's a process and a long process. And we haven't seen Ryan Poles do it yet. Correct. Now, I do like Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker. Yeah, I do. I, I think the back end of that defense can be pretty good. I think you need to add another corner. You need another corner. but You, in you need this, another linebacker. But it, Yes, but in this league now, not only that, those premier positions, edge rusher, mm-hmm. in this defense is that three technique. It's, it's so crucial to be able to help out those linebackers and getting that push Listen, I played with a guy, Vince Wolford, back in the day mm-hmm. at the U. What a monster. A monster. Not only taking up, eating up two guys, but also could find his way to the quarterback as well. And right. that helped out, guys. Where is he now? He's just chilling. He's just chilling. He finished in Houston, right? Yeah, yeah. finished in Houston wearing his uh, overalls. The overalls. Yeah, the overalls? I was just going to say that. That's a big dude. That's a but, big but, dude. You need a dude to rush off the edge. As good as the quarterbacks are in this league, mm-hmm. if you have someone that can get after the quarterback, it doesn't. To me, if they're on their back, it doesn't really matter how good they are. Right. And you need that. So the Bears don't have that as of right now. Correct. That's my point. That I want to build this thing the right way for sustained success. But that's not what this city's about. You know that when it comes to the Bears, like any other team, any other team. And let's—we're talking about Chicago here, third largest market 
in right. the U.S. But we act like Kansas City. It, we, I don't mean the Chiefs. I mean the city. The city. Okay. We should always be good. We should always aspire like all, to be the very best. All of our sports teams should be like at the top of the top. Why? What is going on here? Okay. We do we have and again, they're wonderful people. I'm sure. Do we have one owner, one owner in town that says all I care about is championships? I don't care about this, that, and the other thing. I want to win every year. I'm reading the quotes yesterday from Matt Ishbia, another Spartan, Shay, another one of your guys. And he said, oh, we're going to win in 25, we're going to win in 27, we're going to win in 29, and we'll see what we do in the other years. All I care about, he bought the Phoenix Suns. All I care about is rings. I just want championships. We've got a quote here that we've played ad nauseum of the owner of the Golden State Warriors, Joe Lacob, on Draymond Green's podcast. He said, I'm maniacal about one thing. I don't care what it costs. All I care about is winning. I just want championships. That's all I care about. What will it take to win the title? Do we have one guy that comes out and says that? Not in this town as of right now, no. But I, I do think George is heading in that direction. I really do. George hasn't won a playoff game. I'm just saying, though, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I think he's heading in that direction. I and mean, what we're starting to see now with the opportunity to go out to Arlington Heights mm-hmm. to, to build something. I think he's, he's a part of building something that he understands. Could you imagine if the, bit, if the Bears are going to the playoffs consistently on a consistent basis? It how would be insane. Insane how this town would lose their mind. They'd lose their mind. Because I lived through it. What year were you born? 80. Okay, so you were a little kid. Your dad is the star. Star. Bad teams. Hand it to Walter. We'll get 100 yards. Yeah, we just got it. And I remember where I was playing a, a school football game the day your dad ran for 275. Crazy. Yes, and they won the With game. With the flu. You know what the score of the game was? 10 to 7. 10 to freaking 7. I just learned about that game a little bit more, Cap. In the first, he carried the ball 26 times in the first half. With the flu. With the flu. And they only had one completed pass in the first half Correct. to him for six yards. Correct. And he ended up toting the rock 40 times. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't even, that's the original OG flu game. Correct. So go through that run through the 80s. We were the bomb. Now we only won one Super Bowl, but, but every year we were multiple good. years though later in 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 the mid eighties where it was uh, double digit wins, fourteen wins, fifteen wins, yes, yes. All right, let's go to the phones three one two three three two three seven seven six. Johnny's in Buffalo Grove. He's next. Johnny, welcome hey. to ESPN One Thousand. Gentlemen, welcome. I, I mean, welcome. Thank you, Jared. I don't know if you remember, but. You went up to Lake Geneva one time and played with a friend of mine named Victor. We played soccer. We hung out. And I was yes. expecting when I first met you that you were going to be this spoiled kid, you know, Walter Payton's son, and you were nothing but cool as the other side of the pillow. So I just – it was really cool meeting you, man, and I hope – I'm glad things are going your way. Jared's the greatest, I appreciate man. you, Johnny. Yeah, I do. Victor's my guy, man. We still talk. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, so – no plan ever really goes according to plan, especially in the NFL. So I think best case scenario, Bears are five to six wins, and I think we upset one team, but I have no idea who that would be. Hmm. 
right. Appreciate the call, Johnny. Thanks, man. Appreciate you listening. 312-332-3776. Let's go to Eric. He's out on I-90. What's up, E? How's it going, gentlemen? Good morning. Rock and roll. Um, I wanted to call because, Jared, I I have a story for you. when I rewind to me being six or seven years old, I'm sitting on an airplane, and next thing you know, your dad walks on and sits right next to me. And I actually got to meet your dad and talk to him throughout that flight. And it was one of, he was one of the nicest guys I had ever met. Um, it was a great experience. He actually signed my, my boarding pass for me. I thought that was very cool. That's super um, cool. Fast forward probably 15 years, maybe a little bit more. I'm walking down a hallway at Lifetime Fitness, and I run into you. And you were clearly on your way somewhere in the middle of something, but you stopped and spoke to me in the hallway for a couple minutes, and you were also one of the nicest guys I'd ever met. So I just wanted to share that story that I luckily got to meet both you and your dad, and you were both some of the nicest guys ever. Appreciate the I call, appreciate man. Thanks that, a man. lot, E. Very cool to man, hear. Not dude. a shock. Oh, I, As someone I, I who's get, dealt with both of them. getting chills, man. We, you and I just talked about my pops when you had a chance to meet him. So. Yeah, he was amazing. You're the best. Uh, amazing. All right, 312-332-3776. Unless they're going to be contending to go to the playoffs and have a chance, I'd rather see the Bears at the top of the draft again next year than be middle of the pack. You get me 9-10 wins, sign me up. Seven? No, I'd rather win four. What would you rather see? It's Jarrett. I'm Cap. Be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. With Jared Payton, who's it for my guy Hoodie, I'm David Kaplan, 312-332-3776. It's a new era of Bears football. So next Wednesday, we will broadcast this show, Hoodie and I, from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. It's going to be cool. It'll be cool. That's and awesome. Special guest, Ryan Poles. Ooh. On the show. Don't grill him too hard now, Cal. That's my job. I know. I know. You're the only dude in this town. That, I've been in this business now for seven years, and I just marvel at how awesome you are when it comes to that. That is, you never hold back, ever, ever. And, and, and we, as as fans, even me being a sports fan and not, you know, being in the media, I love that about you, that you, you are always true to who you are, and you're going to ask the tough questions. You have to. You have to. I appreciate you saying that. Gosh. You have to. You can't have believe to. I'm doing a show with you right I, now. I will tell you, it's an honor to work with you. Nah. I will tell you another guy who does do that, Sylvie. Sylvie is Sylvie awesome will, at it, too. Sylvie and I tangle, but we have a lot of the same qualities because Sylvie will ask the tough question, too. He will. That's what I and, love about and him, so too. so I just did a podcast with Joe Madden. I said, Joe, can I ask you a question? Did I ever tick you off? He said, ever? Yeah. And I said, are you still mad at me? He's like, it's entertainment, brother. I get it. You know, it's the, entertainment. Because the hardest part is that you have to interact. You got to see those, them. Yeah, you have to see them. And I've always been like, eh. 
But I think it is of being honest and being true to how you feel and your perception of what's going on and not tearing down the person. If you don't tear down the person, you don't attack don't them. Don't make it personal. Yeah, if you don't make it personal, then it, it is what it is. That guy's an idiot. No, he's not an idiot. He's no. in the one of the best at what he does to yeah. get to the pros. He had a bad game. Yeah. Or he's doing his job poorly. Think about playing. When I played in the CFL, I was up in Montreal. They not only had... Was Trussman your coach? Trussman ended up being my coach my going into my second year. What was that like? I, I, I asked to be released. Yeah, there was a there was a situation. I was having the best camp of my entire life. Came in uh, just unbelievable. There's a kid Avon Colburn who went to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. That he and he was playing well too. They put him as a back, smaller back. I was around um, close to two twenty five, two thirty at that time. So I was the bigger now? back, two twenty. Mm-hmm. And you know they they wanted to go with a smaller back. And Tressman was just running. He was running things different. I went up to Canada so I could chill. You know, I was done. I, I was at the house by like 2.30. It wasn't like the NFL where you're there till 8 o'clock at night. You know, I was like, he was trying to bring the NFL to the CFL. And I was like, eh, I ended up getting injured. The, the doctors up in Canada, it would, just took a long time to get your results. And I was talking to guys from the league and they were like, go home and see your own doctor. So I, I flew home on my own dime. The organization wasn't happy about that. And I came back. I signed a year in an option. They wanted me to rip up my contract, sign another two years in an option, paying me less. And I looked at Tress. I was like, I can't do it, buddy. Not going to happen. Not, n- no shot. No shot. No shot. Coach Tress. I'm going home. I'm going to take my time and I'll wait and see if someone it calls me. No one ever called me. And then I end up going back up there in, in 09 to play in, in Toronto. So. It is what it is. No disrespect. He he won a couple of great cups. He did. Just he, didn't translate here in the in the states. No, that was a bad hire. He's, he's my guy though, so I can't talk bad about him. I will. Uh three one two three three two three seven seven six. Uh how about G on the south side of the great city? G Hey G, what's up? Man, top of the morning, fellas. Top oh, of the morning. Friend. Man, look, so I'm going to cut right to it. So there's a couple of scenarios here, but I'll go with the best one. All right, so ideally what we would want as fans were the Bears to trade the number one, get another first and second for next year, right? Yep. Ideally. So Agreed. that dictates everything. So looking at the schedule, you know, we, we, I'm looking at about four or five possible wins, right? You know, the, the, the Atlanta game, and then we got – uh, you know, a couple of other games, right? The Carolina game, right? Maybe one of the Lions and maybe, you know, depending on if the Packers are without Aaron Rodgers, one of the Packers games. It's our rival game, right? So four or five. And then we trade maybe the second round pick for a stud mid-next season. Somebody that's, you know, a contract is hurting their team. We get another stud and then we draft high again. So now we got two first round picks, probably really high. Because that pick is probably going to go to Indianapolis or somebody. They're not going to turn it around next year. So we'll have two high, maybe first one to seven picks, and, and and another stud, maybe a receiver, and then you know in the second round we go crazy and we get our depth that we need. So that's my ideal situation. What you guys think? Uh, gee, I completely get where you're coming from. Again, I love it. if you tell me Ryan Poles is going to have just a generational draft. Bears are going to have great health, and they're yeah. going to find a way to win nine games and get in the playoffs. Um, okay, let's sign go. Me up. Sign me up. And let's see if they can take the next step. 
I don't think that's feasible. I think it's going to be hard. I do want to say this, though, because I have been very critical of saying that I'm skeptical of what Ryan Poles can do just because I haven't seen him do it. He hasn't done done it. it. I do believe in him, though. I believe that he can, coming from Kansas City Mm -hmm. and being around that organization and Mm -hmm. seeing what he was a part of and seeing how he saw it, it is different when you actually have to do it yourself. Talking to the people that were around him in that organization, not that they would say anything bad, but even those side conversations, never heard anything bad about him. But you never it, heard it, anything bad about Ryan Pace when he came from New Orleans. Uh, he just didn't uh, get the job done. He lost I, his job, and that was deserved. I just heard. He, I never heard like super like glowing things about him. No disrespect to to Ryan Pace. Oh, he came I did in hear, with, a, with a fine resume. I did hear, good. though, before he got here, that his hair was always on point. I did hear that. He had the best hair in His hair was on point. Always. Like, wind couldn't even break that thing no, up. No, his hair was perfect. Goodness. You know who has hair like that? Pat Boyle. Pat does have good hair. Pat has the best flow going. But when it comes to the ball game, though, you and I are like 1-2 okay, so in Chicago. So here's the thing. Yeah. My, I came home one night. My wife waited up for me. I was doing radio down the dial where you and I used to be. Yeah. And we were on till 11 at night. My wife's long asleep. I walk in. It's like 11.45, and she's sitting at the kitchen table. I'm like, what are you doing up? Um, we need to have a serious talk. I'm like, what'd you do? Oh, God. I'm like, I've been divorced once. Really? Nah. And she's like, no, 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 no. I love you. I'll be with you for the rest of my life. <laughs> Your hair's horrible. Excuse me? I was watching your show tonight on TV. You're trying to grow grass up there. It looks awful. <laughs> awful. And I went and bought this clipper at Walgreens, a wall clipper. Yeah. And she buzzed all my hair off. Yeah. You, you fresh now. Like, like you. Seriously. You got to have a, a head that can pull it off. That's what I'm talking about. Not everybody can blessed. do it. We were blessed. Yes. Man. All right. I would rather see the Bears at the top of the draft again next year than rather than go... Seven and ten. Tell me I can get nine, ten wins? It's a different story. We'll get back into that hang in there. Shot or no shots in exactly two minutes.